0: we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging.
1: Hey
0: guys, welcome to Beers and Tears. Today I'm here with Romani. Is it Romani? Romany Romany yeah yeah <laughs> and so that's it's a Belgian name yeah and it's
1: my actual name as well so too easy
0: yeah too easy and so <laughs> how long ago did you did you move to Melbourne from Belgium um two years ago now it's a, almost um we
1: moved October 2019 right in time for the bushfires yeah. and then <laughs> the
0: <laughs> oh, no. had a bad run <laughs>
1: um but yeah, ready for uh, more exploring soon. Uh, but yeah, it's it's almost two years now, uh, which has been great.
0: Wow. Why did you choose to move to Australia?
1: Um, my partner um, got a job um, at KPMG while well, he was working for KPMG in Belgium and they transferred him here. And I was like, yes, Melbourne, live music. I want to come. So um, yeah, we um, just packed up our stuff and moved here with our cat and um, we're here now.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. Have you been loving it? Have you had any the chance to like kind of get to know Melbourne so far a little bit? Yeah, a little
1: like in between lockdowns I f- I feel like I'm living at 200 an hour. Um so living double the time that I can live. Um but I've been meeting some amazing people and yeah, had the time to write my EP and record it and we've played a couple of shows with my uh, fresh um freshly formed band as well. Um, so yeah it's when things are open it's amazing and even when it's locked down like I can meet up with friends over zoom so it's not all too bad
0: yeah yeah yeah, for sure and so what made you want to become a musician the big question Mm,
1: I think it's always been in me like I was watching like Eurovision when I was little and um, I've always been singing but never had any classes and then um, a few years ago, I wanted to sign up for a songwriting class, um, sort of lied my way into it, and, um, <laughs> but it worked out really well. And I've been writing songs ever since. And uh, in Belgium, I um, performed some of my songs on a, at an open mic. And then from that open mic, I got a few gigs. And then from one of those gigs, I got onto a festival lineup, which was just insane. Like the ball started rolling there and I was like a little bit dreaming and then i came here and i was so overwhelmed i was like everyone is a musician i'm so bad everyone's better <laughs> um and then i stopped making music for a little bit but after a month i was like it's just probably in me yeah. uh, and i started writing songs again so yeah i think that's a sort of my journey um but i feel like it's similar to a lot of people um that they just
0: have the urge to um, write music i guess yeah for sure and so do you, do you, what kind of music did you listen to when you were a kid like do you find that you listened to music similar to like the folky sound that you make now
1: yeah I was like a big fan of air traffic um and like um Damien Rice and Daughter and Lucy Rose so yeah I think it's it's embedded in me that I was destined to be like a folk artist. But I'm, I'm trying, I feel like right now, because I have my band, I'm writing more for a band. And I think I'm writing more songs that are with a fuller sound, maybe. Um, I showed something to my drummer the other day and he's like, yeah, you've got a riff now and it's so open. So we can definitely work like with different, different sounds now. So, so I'm really um, excited to um, see what's coming from it. That's awesome.
0: And do you come from like a musical family? Like do you, does anyone in your family play music or is it just kind of like you just were born with it? My dad's going to hate
1: me, but he's like a bad cover artist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's he's he plays the guitar pretty well and um yeah, he performs um cover gigs and my my grandma actually plays I don't even know what the English word for it is, like the accordion, oh, the piano accordion. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 that she's pretty good at it.
0: What's the Belgian word? Accordion. Oh, so it's yeah, there you similar. go. <laughs> so <Yeah.
1: laughs> sometimes I make it so hard for myself to just translate words and then they're the same.
0: Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I have yes. like that sometimes. And so who like inspired you to like be, I guess, a part of the music community, like musician wise and also like I guess people-wise.
1: I'm a big fan of Phoebe Bridgers. And I think everything that she puts out is just gold. Um, Yeah, so I think her vision and like her style of songwriting is very much what I aspire to be. Um, Also, um, I was... When I was 18, I moved to Brisbane for a year um, to study. And I chose Brisbane because I knew that Angus and Julia Stone were from
0: Australia. (laughs) I'm such a bad person.
1: (laughs) So yeah, those are the people that I like look up to. And um, yeah, just I think honest songwriting is something that I really like. And I'll always look up to people that are really like open and authentic in in their craft
0: yeah for sure and I love like going to a gig or something and like when songwriters like so openly like tell me and the audience about like the story behind the song that they've like put together and you sit there and you're like oh oh my god this is I'm like really diving into your world right now and it's so beautiful
1: yeah yeah I think like Taylor Swift once said, like, if you're a true songwriter, you can be as open as you want in your song, but never give away what it's actually about.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then
1: she does anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's just, like, so, like, the song is so raw that, like, it's just oh, in itself, everything. Yeah. It's explained everything in itself. Yeah. Um, what are your, like, music processes like? So you're explaining a little bit how you have a band now and you recorded your EP. Did you record it at home? Like, did you produce it yourself or did you send it to a producer? I, um,
1: I am very lucky. I work at Smalltime, which is a venue in Brunswick and a recording studio. And um, on my job interview, I was like, I also write songs sometimes. <laughs> and, um, they've paired me together with my colleague and friend, James Seymour. And uh, yeah, we, he produced it and um, it was all made at Smalltime. So I was really lucky to be in the studio while we were recording it so I yeah um, it was a really good process and I feel like I've really gotten to know my own sound and now I know what to do and um, yeah I'm keen for the next thing already (laughs) I'm very impatient.
0: That's awesome and so how did you how or when did you kind of learn to like write and play your instruments like when did you start writing?
1: Honestly I have I have no clue. (laughs) I, I used to play the saxophone and I was a really bad student because I never practiced. And my teacher actually kicked me out of the class one day and she's like, you just, you're not practicing and you're holding the others back. And I was like, oh, but I want to sing with my instrument. And then like, it sort of clicked that I maybe should choose a different instrument. I really love the saxophone, but I haven't played in seven years. And, um, yeah, I sort of picked up one of my dad's guitars uh one of my dad's my dad one of my anyway that's
0: yes. my English
1: <laughs> one of my dad's um one of his guitars and um i started just playing songs that i like like i think it was uh, the cook song uh a first one that i um one last time i think that oh was the yeah first yeah one. yeah then i tried to learn and it kind of worked and uh I started to play covers but then I was like oh I want to express myself as well and then I wrote my first song which was Billy and um yeah from then the ball yeah I think I was 18 when I wrote my first song so yeah
0: still a baby yeah and so (laughs) now you've come a long way and you've written an EP um, Little Big Steps. What is the story behind this EP? How did it come to be? Yeah, um,
1: Little Big Steps was the first song that I wrote when I arrived in Australia. And it's all about like me coming into a new city country and feeling a bit lost. And yeah, I was really, the first month here, I was like, Sh- shit, I left a country where I was actually like at home. I had so many friends, family, yeah, I had everything lined up. And then I come here and I had to start over. Luckily, I had my partner with me. But um, yeah, I was having a conversation with my best friend over Skype. And we were both having a little bit of a rough time. And she's like, we'll get there with little big steps. And that yeah phrase sparked something. And um, I started to write more songs about yeah friendship and trying to find my feet. And suddenly I had five songs that sort of fit together and i was like oh maybe this this is it and um showed them to james and he's like okay let's do an ep and yeah now it's
0: here finally <laughs> i know and so do you have like a favorite song off of the ep um in the beginning i my favorite song was stranger
1: in my skin because it was like i got into quite a big depression last year because of lockdown and After it, like, I felt that that song, I wrote it in, like, 10 minutes because it just had to get out. And I was busking on the street in between the long lockdown and the next one. And a few people came up to me and they're like, this is so relatable. Can I, like, film this? And, like, you express it so well. And I feel like that song is just so special for me because it made me connect with other people. Um, But also, like, now that changing is recorded and like when we play it with the bands maybe that's my
0: favorite now um yeah but those two Yes. that's awesome I was gonna say changing just got added to I think it was Coles Radio which is pretty cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> <So, they> act- <laughs> you can Coles and you hear your song
1: i haven't heard it when i was there but a few friends sent me like with veggies in their hands and sent me videos um that my song was playing there which is just insane um i had not expected that and um yeah i'm pretty lucky um it's a hard time to put your music out now and trying to be heard um so yeah if you go to calls and you hear it shazam it maybe it'll get onto like a playlist
0: or something I don't yeah. know that's so cool I love that and is was that because of um the post that oh my god it slipped my mind Jack River yeah yeah, yeah. It, could,
1: it could be um I am working um with a publicist Beehive and they yeah pitched my songs um to radio and they got my intro to Coles Radio but I think it's sort of yeah I think Jack River put something in motion that goals was like oh we need to put more Australian yeah. music on the radio awesome. which is fantastic
0: yeah yeah I love that and so you mentioned you had the chance to play a few gigs while you've been here where did where did you play
1: um I think my nicest gig was um, at Abbotsford Convent. I did a single launch for my uh, song Fake Friends and I really wanted it to be a very special day with all my friends involved, everyone that had been creating during lockdown and um, I've actually got seven friends singing on the track uh, in the bridge. There's like a hopeful uh, bridge where we do like a toast to friendship and all seven um played at the venue so that was so wholesome
0: that's so yeah cool. and,
1: um and we sold out two events and it was just yeah it was quite special another friend had uh, made merch for me and she was doing an installation of her art and um yeah I feel like everyone just connected really well on that day and it was in between like the I think it was the 11th of June so yeah quite recently
0: um, yeah. That's awesome. I love, like, when there are, like, big bands at a show. Like, it's, like, a solo artist with, like, a 10-piece band. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this, is so, this is everything. I love yeah. it. It's so cool. Um, Do you have, like, a venue in particular that you would like to play to? Like, have you ventured out to uh, any other venues in Melbourne that you've – that caught your eye?
1: Oh, I've actually – it's quite embarrassing, but the first, like when I was on the plane to Australia, I made like a whole list of venues that I wanted to play, and it's like um, in different tiers. So the first one was like smaller venues, open mics, and then the end goal is like forums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite a quite a long way to go still, but um, yeah, I, you can
0: dream big, I guess. Yeah, of course you can. You got to manifest it. You've got to put it out <laughs> there, and it will happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll manifest exactly (laughs) have you um had the chance to like go watch any gigs
1: yeah a little bit I I really like I'm a sucker for live music so I try and support my friends and yeah buy their vinyl and go to their shows um yeah I've had a few tickets um that I am still holding on to because it's canceled and postponed but I was pretty lucky to see um middle kids um at the convention center yes that was because they're like I think my band vision is all like manifesting to be middle kids (laughs) (laughs) um um yeah they're amazing so it was pretty lucky to see that because it was sold out as well Mm. and um yeah I think that must have been my favorite geek when I was in Melbourne that I watched
0: yeah Awesome. And have you noticed like a difference between like the music scene in Melbourne versus the music scene for you back home?
1: There's a lot more going on here. Um, also probably because it's like a 5 million people city, yeah. but um, <laughs> because we're like 10 million in Belgium in total. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's much more community minded here. And I've been pretty lucky to meet a lot of people here and do co-writing which is it might have been a thing in Belgium but I've never rolled into it yet um so yeah here it's very community-minded everyone supports their friends and um other artists they like
0: and I'm yeah I'm so lucky I I, yeah I wish I can stay a lot longer Um, yeah do you plan on going back to Belgium at any point Oh,
1: we'd love to visit like we haven't seen our friends and family in two years now so yeah, I'm dying big to big. see um everyone again and play some shows in in Europe maybe yeah. um it's also it's really hard to miss like important milestones of friends um but I guess it's all songwriting material
0: yeah true <laughs> 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 can make a song out of it that's awesome and um what do you I mean I know that you just released an EP but do you have any like plans um for I guess the future it's hard to plan the future well, <laughs> at the moment but.
1: It's, it's hard to plan but um it was quite funny because I was like from being in the studio with James I was so inspired and I was writing songs and I was like when are you going to do the next EP I've got a title already and um it was funny because he's like don't run like do the first ep and then get feedback from that and i was like no 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 no. i wrote a song and it's called are we there yet and um that's gonna be the next ep no i'm kidding um i don't know it's it's hard to yeah predict and um i am writing and i've got some songs that i think are really yeah going to sound good on a on a record maybe so um yeah i'm just squaring away demos and yeah going to talk to some producers and then we'll see but I don't want to rush um I feel like everyone's gonna slow it down a little bit and then we'll see where it lands
0: do you think that like when you put out like little projects that you want them to have um like a concept behind it like for like little big steps for example like you had a concept behind that do you think that that's how you roll with it or do you think that um you could release a project with like just like a few Random songs because I know that like I just I think a lot of people kind of put together just songs that they write and just put it collectively. But then there's like a whole nother like concept sort of albums section as well. What do you think? Yeah. Like, you kind of fall into.
1: Yeah, I love to think that I would write in concepts, um but I yeah maybe it can also be just like the songs that you're writing is all about like. I always write about things that I experience. So it'll always be some sort of concept. Um, But I have been writing eclectic bits here and there. So that's a really nice question. I'll have to think about that. Um, I am writing about like movies that I see. So maybe it could be a movie theme theme thing next. We'll see. (laughs) What's a movie that you've written about? Oh, The Father. It's a really, really good movie with Anthony Hopkins. Oh. And the song's called Anthony and um, it's about um, dementia. And um, yeah, I really like that song and movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's, um,
0: yeah, it's high on my list. Oh, I'll give it a watch. I've I've actually seen it like a lot of times. I've been looking at like um, movie lists of like movies that you haven't oh, yeah. watched in your <laughs> lifetime and <laughs> things like that. And that's been on there a few times and I just, like, haven't... It's crazy because yet. it's...
1: Yeah, it's still such a new movie. So, um, if it's already on those lists, that means a lot.
0: Yeah, I watched... What did I watch last night? I watched Almost Famous last night for, like, the 50th time ever. Like, it's... <laughs> my. I, I don't know that one. Oh, oh you right should now. watch it. Almost <laughs> Famous. It's, like, about, um, like, I think it's... I feel a about, new song coming up. <laughs> yeah, it's based in the 70s. And, like, um, it's about, like, this kid who's a journalist and he um goes on tour with this band um and like tries to write an article about like their lives and stuff it's really cool yeah nice. I'll re-
1: yeah I'll
0: uh, I'll watch it tonight I think one of my faves um but I usually I've introduced this new little thing that I want to roll out in these episodes and they're like quick fire questions and some of them are really Ooh. random and some of them are, are about um your music and it's just like whatever comes to your head we answer it okay cool. all right so the emoji that best describes little big steps is what oh the walking man of course oh the walking man <laughs> um <laughs> the song that took the longest to complete was oh uh
1: oh i have to think about that probably i'm anything but myself around you because that was the first one that we um recorded so there was a lot of things going on that i was still exploring
0: yeah, yeah. that one um if you had if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, flying. Okay. Um, <laughs> what, what was your first ever Is job? Is that a superpower? Flying? Yeah, that's a yeah. superpower. <laughs> um, what was your first ever job?
1: Oh, um, oh, it's really bad. I was uh, planting leeks illegally <laughs> when I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> that's so <rude>. good. <laughs> On the farm for $2 an hour. <laughs> oh my gosh. How old were you? <laughs>
0: 13 <laughs> oh my god that's perfect okay um the actor that would play you in a movie would be who oh Frances mcdormand i love her oh okay and the She's a bit old but well not
1: old but older than me. <laughs>
0: yeah anyway. older than you <laughs> um and lastly the strangest hobby or obsession that you've picked up within lockdown has been what oh I would say knitting, but that's not strange. Oh yeah. That's that's strange.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: not common for you. Oh,
1: I've made a nice scarf. Do you want to see my scarf? Wait. I love that.
0: Has that taken you has that taken you a while? Oh five lockdowns. I'm still (laughs) still going. (laughs) I love that though. It's kind of therapeutic knitting. It's just like you just do it while you're mindlessly doing other things. It's therapeutic,
1: but also not like I've um you can tell that I've missed some spots. Oh, and then yeah. I really hate myself for it. But yeah, if it's toward the end, then yeah, can be. I don't want to redo everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. Stressful, but therapeutic at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Um well thank you so much for joining me today. It's been Oh, that was fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Little nice fun little ending. Um, but yeah, usually I do a little cheers at the end. I've got like a little coffee. You can use your whatever you have, your scarf. Oh, she's got one. Beautiful. Actually, um, I was gonna source a Belgian beer,
1: but I couldn't because we're in lockdown. But anyway, this is my favorite Belgian beer.
0: Oh my god. It's called Delirium yeah is it what does it taste like beer like <laughs> is it like a sour beer or is it like no it's like belgian beers
1: are quite like
0: mm,
1: yeah yeah but that's yeah nice. it's really good if you ever find it it's a pink elephant
0: oh my god okay i want to try and get my hands on it i love that <laughs> that's a good little beer search that's awesome but let's do cheers with coffee because it we'll is, the cheers coffee, it is the morning. <laughs> cheers <laughs> cheers
1: Breaking down the walls that are slowly